Hello everyone and welcome to Love in Your Life. This is Dola, your host. Um, I feel a need to speak about um, something I think about all the time, read about in various ways all the time, because we are, um, this is a podcast called Love in Your Life and I'm all about uh, supporting the notion of love in our work lives and in our personal lives, of course. Um, and I say that meaning it's an all-encompassing sort of thought, uh, meaning that, you know, do we get off and fall off the wagon once in a while and have thoughts of, you know, that are opposite to love um, from dislike to the word hate, which I pretty much hate. <laughs> but I mean, because uh, they really don't relate to that word. I think it's an awfully strong word. And I think much of uh, that has to do with maybe disagreement and um, feeling of um, dislike or just um, judgment, really plain and simple. And so I think often um, and very um, deeply about thoughts and I keep reading and so many different books, so many different expressions of the same thing. And that is um, love versus that other notion of um, n- not feeling uh, that love. Love to me is basically acceptance. It is care and concern. It's compassion. It's wanting the best for me and you. Um, I think that goes along with optimism versus pessimism. I think when you are constantly in a state of judgment and criticism, I think you are, I would safely call you uh, pessimistic, a darker, uh, you know, view of things as opposed to um, a more sunny, lighter view. And I don't, like I say, I I always think about this because, um, you know, it's not a Pollyanna you know, idea. It's not like, oh, you know, want to see everything through rose-colored glasses. And no, I've got my realism head on pretty strong. And I see what people are saying. The fact is, again, I was born under the, you know, um, uh, sign of Libra. So I can see both sides often. And I, I definitely think there's something to that because I often look at things from both sides. I want to know both sides. I want to understand both sides. I kind of think of myself as a, you know, I don't know, the, the middle way, you know, like uh, in Eastern philosophy, neither left nor right, neither, you know, um, happy nor sad. I mean, I'm, I guess I'm optimistic but I don't want to have purport uh, put forth this idea that I'm going around happy all the time because I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm human. I have down days. I have all the things that everybody else experiences. I certainly have those things. Um, but I don't spend a lot of time there. I can say this, that when we are uh, brooding and pessimistic and negative and critical and, opinionated and closed, I really think that does absolutely no good. I don't think it, um, I think it has an effect on your health, on your mental health, as well as physical health. I think that it does not help you in any way to 
be with other people because who you are shows through. And I'm going to suggest that who you are is really not that, but that's who you think you are. And I'm being very specific about that because I think each of us is unique and beautiful. And, um, you know, we talk all the time about being true to who you are and authentic and the power behind that. And I really do believe in the power of um, being, you know, understanding yourself to the extent that you can select the best path for you here while you're spending time on earth, because, you know, you are going to feel a sense of, you know, more in alignment with what you do for a living and who you're with for a living and, you know, who you're with personally, I mean, um, to live with, uh, you know, to spend time with to be partners with. I think all of that is so, um, it follows the same line of thought or, um, you know, again, words are very limiting to me because, you know, we have to say the word thought, but yet I'm, I'm wanting to really go further than thought. Thought is with the mind, feeling is with the heart and soul for me. Okay, that's from my perspective. And since we talk about doing what you love and loving who you're with and being with um, the person that makes the best sense for you and being with the job that makes the most sense for you, it's all the same stuff and leads us to a contented life, you know, a life of completion, a life of meaning, a life of purpose. And I do believe that each of us comes here with that unique purpose that is just for us. And we talk about it and talk about it and talk about it. But yet I look in everyday life and I see evidence um, to the contrary so often. And I feel uh, that there's so many people that need to be lifted up. Uh, People that are uh, still, I mean, in dire straits, you know, considering taking their own lives and doing things like, you know, hurting themselves or just not loving themselves. It's just so painful sometimes to hear about some of the stuff that goes on when you know that, you know, just maybe one inspiration or intention for that individual could have made all the difference and they just didn't, you know, catch it in time. And they passed away or they, um, you know, did something that uh, caused them to, to, you know, not, not be well um, mentally or physically well. And all that stuff is interrelated. There's nothing that's, um, that I'm speaking about that is, uh, you know, not interrelated. It's, it's all the, it all we are interrelated, you know, human to human. We're all uh, part of the same, uh, you know, source. Um, and to see that we have still have problems with, you know, colors and um, creeds and all kinds of issues that are it, ideas of separation. It just it just boggles the mind sometimes because you know you think you know, you get alone with yourself. I think most of us would say that this is true. And we think, what's the big deal? Why is everybody so excited about this or so um, separated about this or so in their corners about this, you know, digging in their heels? Um, I don't know. I, I, I'm, 
I, I wrote down a bunch of words because it, it's all the same thing, right? And um, the words were, you know, optimism versus pessimism and positivity versus negativity. Those are the, to me, polars, uh, polar opposites that, you know, kind of keep us dug in with our positionality and, um, and insisting that we have conflict, you know, um, openness uh, versus being opinionated and, you know, being stuck in your way, your thought, your, your, like I said, position so that you feel that you are right and the other person is not right or wrong, you know, worse. Um, you know, live and let live versus, uh, you know, having an opinion about what somebody does. You know, I was talking to somebody the other day who thankfully um, called me today, just today to, uh, you know, sort of restate himself because um, he was having a problem with uh, people, you know, adapt or not adapting, but people of uh, the same sex, you know, being married and then having a baby. And um, he had an opinion about that because he thought that, uh, wow, the child is going to be screwed up. And, um, you know, what's he going to, you know, how is he going to uh, manage uh, when he realizes that, the you know, normal thing is a man and a woman having a baby. And, um, you know, and I thought, yeah, well, I didn't want to make him wrong. So what I said to him was, you know, you should probably read more information about how, um, you know, who we love doesn't get decided by choice. It gets decided in the womb. And I read a book a long time ago called Brain Sex, and that kind of, you know, set me up for um, not only understanding, I'd already had understood that it was fine and okay. I just didn't understand how the science behind it, and it was kind of help me with the science, but nevertheless, I, w- I was brought up, thankfully, by a man who was, um, my father, who was uh, an amazing person, and he never um, saw any difference in anybody, you know, we had every nationality in my home, and and we had um, every, you know, I, I talked about it before on the show, where, you know, he had a very best friend who was a female, and she was a gay woman, and, and I, we all loved her, and, um, because my father loved her. And then he told me that, you know, that she didn't like boys. And I, I, you know, that was little, I was nine years old and I just got that, you know, Oh, okay. Oh, all right. (laughs) You know, I get it. And, you know, I kind of felt it anyway before he said that because I saw signs that were unique uh, for me to see at nine years old. But, but my point is, you know, why do we have, and, and thankfully, just to finish the story, my, the, my friend did call me and, and restated that, you know, he said, what, what is it my business for? And he said it that way, you know, it's, it doesn't hurt me. And I don't know why I said those things and I apologize and so forth. And it wasn't so much that they're not bothering me that, you know, was the, the thing, you know, the thing was why do you have an opinion about it? You know, because at the end of the day, our opinions are just that, right? It's just what we think with our minds. And I'm not sure that that has a lot of clout with me um, because it's just your thinking mind that's connected to some erroneous um, 
positionality on something based on something. I don't know, your upbringing, your reading, your, you know, living, your uh, criticism because you either, you know, seen something, heard something, done something. I don't know. I Maybe it's the self-consciousness that you have personally that you are projecting onto another person. I don't know. But what I'm suggesting is that there are so many other ways to be uh, contributing to the world, to your small world, to the big world. And that is by openness and receptivity and non-judgment and uh, non-criticism and, um, you know, being uh, open and receptive and loving, just plain old simply loving others for exactly who they are. Everyone deserves to live out their lives without judgment and and to be here for what they came here to do, you know, to, to live their lives out in peace. Um, there was another story that just recently happened about a uh, a homosexual person, you know, person of um, that loved the same sex. Um, I hate that word homosexual for some reason. I don't know why, but um, he loved someone of the same sex and felt very judged and came up that way and and actually felt suicidal. And and there are too many stories like that that make me kind of not only sad, profoundly sad, but make me a little bit upset and angry almost that there could even be such a thing and this black and white thing that is constantly badgering us today. And, you know, why do we even have to visit there? Why do we have to revisit there? You know, and, you know, you know, the history, I mean, I know the history we, we see it in depicted in movies and we even remember some of it happening in the fifties and sixties. And, you know, now it's resurfacing, not that it was ever gone, gone away, but we thought we had sort of, you know, dealt with most of the horror of it and found a way to manage pretty well. But we find out now that that's not true. That's not true. And how upsetting is that to those of us, me included, sorry, but uh, who really believed it was handled and it was over. Um, Like I said before, I know that sounds naive, but it is what my experience was. So um, it was a little upsetting for me to learn that that's not at all what is true you know and and I came across a a, a statement by Wayne Dyer I really used to love him and and I still do I mean he's not here anymore in in flesh but um but he's still inspiring me and and many people and he said this the 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 word wisdom is about avoiding all thoughts that weaken you and when I think about that um I can imagine all the non-wise thoughts that we have that weaken us, you know, Um, and and how coming from there and having thoughts that that do not weaken or that strengthen us is becoming wise. And I guess that's the ultimate objective is to have that intention for ourselves of wisdom and power versus force. You know, we talked about power versus force um, a couple of weeks ago on the show. And um, I, I, I distinctly remember um, feeling that sense of right now what's going on in our society is we're trying to force another positionality because we felt that the, the, there was a force um, that was 
uh, antithetical to what we believed. So, so we're doing force and counterforce, and we're thinking we're resolving the problem. And guess what? We're not. We're not resolving the problem because force and counterforce don't resolve problems. Power always solves the problem. And so, you know, um, power and power there is, again, we, we talked about this is silence and it's total requiring nothing from the outside of itself. It's, it's, um, it doesn't require to be fed energy like force does, you know, let's go out there and, you know, throw some rocks through windows because they've got to be, you know, they've got to hear us because they're not hearing us. I get the frustration. I get it. But we're not going to solve it with that kind of counter force. It's not going to be solved. So we may as well just kind of, you know, deal with the idea that we need to be powerful. We need to be, you know, in, in high integrity and we act as if it's over. Act as if we are one. Act as if, behave as if we all are part of the same source and part of the grand humanity and the same consciousness you know, uh, I always bring up um, my my dear um, Eckhart Tolle, who says that, you know, it's about the universe is pushing us um, to get these things. And there is a universal uh, push toward, you know, greater consciousness. And um, I feel that powerful. Uh, you know, this might you, you might have to go through, you know, the, the this, whatever we're doing right now, which is the counter force stuff to come beyond that and, and be in power, um, that might, you know, you, that might be true because force requires the conflict and, and polarizes us instead of unifies us, unifies us like uh, power does. But um, it may be, it may be, and I'm willing to just, you know, say, uh, you know, I'll, I'll hold that thought for everybody until everybody gets there. But I think there are enough of, of us like me who are holding that powerful thought of love and um, and connectedness versus separation, oneness versus separation. Um, you know, I I I think we have to be steadfast, as Wayne Dyer also said, in our abstention of thoughts from thoughts of harm against others. Um, we have to be steadfast in our thoughts, um, in in our thoughts of um, in our abstention from thoughts of harm against others, uh, because others. Who is the other? You. So, you know, to the extent that you hurt somebody else, you're hurting yourself. I don't know why we don't get this. I don't understand it. I really don't. Um, I really feel like. It's like elementary and I'm not being judgmental or criticism or critical. I'm just wanting to beseech uh, those of us who think uh, that this counterforce is necessary. I want everyone to have a mind that's open to everything and attached to nothing. You know, don't be attached to your opinions that you grew up with or that somebody told you once that you, you know, kind of hung on to. Change your mind because that's the only way to change your experience. 
change your mind and have a mind that's open and receptive and accepting of others because the other is you. If you can get that. And again, I, you know, I mentioned, um, I just watched a very small piece of the um, Oscar awards and um, uh, the guy, oh my gosh, I, I'm now I'm forgetting his name. Um, the um, Taylor, Tyler Perry, Tyler Perry, who, who came out and, made a, a wonderful, a graceful statement about this stuff. Uh, I just am so, you know, proud of him. I really am deeply proud of him. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, everybody, we have to end here because I'm going over my time. But um, until next time, don't forget that the only way to live is with love in your heart and your work life as well as your personal life. Until next time, everybody. Bye-bye.